and welcome back to the next episode of Dystopian Hot Dog with me, Tam Ryan. Well, I- I've got to the stage where I'm not going to introduce myself anymore, because oh, if wow. people don't know who we are by now, <laughs> fuck off. Wow, you've come round Strong with start. a massive wad of cash in your wallet, I and have, now you're yeah. expecting people to know your name. I don't know if that's a, a coincidence that I've got the massive wad of cash in my hand, and now I don't introduce myself anymore. There can't be a coincidence. I, I just presume everyone should know who the fuck I am. <laughs> and that attitude will prevail throughout this episode. Yeah, I'm sat here with a hard-on as well. Yeah. Because that's how I roll now. Loads of cash, erection, no name. Um. <laughs> I'm only joking. It's me, it's Marvin again. Yeah, it's lovable Marvin from uh, yeah. from Preston. Cuddly Marv. Mm. You've just been back, got back from Centre Park. I have, mate. mate. Yes, been to Centre Park. Very middle class thing to say, but we have. That's exactly what's happened. And we recently spoke on Centre Park. Yeah. Well, we spoke about Centre Parks mm-hmm. on the last episode about the presence of black people now you know what i'm going to ask you after a week in cumbria at center park yeah not one seriously not one seriously and, and i was look and obviously because you'd mentioned it my eyes were peeled yeah uh, you didn't tell people you're looking out for black people did you because that's <laughs> not a good well it's hard to say in passing isn't it yeah and also in swimwear <laughs> Makes, yeah. Gives it an extra edge. Yeah. Just saddling up to someone under a waterfall. <laughs> with kids all around. No introduction, no niceties, just say, all right, I'm just looking out for some black people. Yeah, and leave it at that. Yeah. Walk off with a smile. Well, swim off. Yeah, because they don't mention that on the adverts. <laughs> on the adverts, they say that black people are there, but in reality, the people that are there are white people <laughs> looking for black people. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know why they're looking for we, black people. We don't people. know why. No, why? No, no, they're no. just looking. It was in my head, and I even mentioned it to my wife as well. So Marvin <laughs> has got this really odd, spurious argument. that Fuck off, odd and spurious. I've been to... I've got a few quid. I've been to Centre Parks <laughs> five times in the last few years. I'm not... I don't... I just don't... No, well, listen, I I thought it was odd and spurious, and, that, and now I've been converted to the fact that well, we can't say Centre Parks as a brand is institutionally racist because well, that no. is wrong. It's not. Right. <laughs> no, it's wrong to it's say not. that, but it is probably... Not. Well, it's wrong for us to say that, but it could be true in fact. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me say, though, and people might think, oh, two bloody northern blokes here going, going on about black people at Centre yeah. Parks. I'm saying this because I'm so woke. Oh, of course. And our original point was about the fact that Centre Parks market themselves as a place where there are black people. Mm. But after your survey last week, yep. searching for them in your yep. trunks, yep. you've seen there are no black people. No black people. That's two random men on two random visits. No blacks. None at all. At so all. welcome to the latest episode. There's the bombshell that we're starting on. Yep. Thing is, though... You might say that this outhouse where we're podcasting from is also a racist building because there's just me and you here. Yeah. There's no people of colour. Yeah. And also my wife is Caucasian as well. Yeah. But your other half does yeah. a lot of like singing and dancing sort of lessons in here. That's but right. yeah, you're right. This room, because it's never had black people in, mm. it doesn't mean your wife... Hang on, I've never said it's never had black people in. It doesn't mean it. that your wife is a racist who no. doesn't teach black kids to sing. That's... It's just there's not many black kids want to sing in Blackpool. <laughs> there's just not many black kids in Blackpool. No, which is, which is ironic in a way. 
Good. Right, okay, so it's a, it's a mixed bag of an opening, to be honest. <laughs> I've got cash, I've got a hard-on, enjoy yourself. Listen, yeah. let's start with an apology. Right. Turner's fucking hoot. Really, I'm the one who needs to apologise. Because he, you've got form, mate, haven't you? Got form. Uh, I originally said, I think, that pissing on jellyfish stings will alleviate the pain when yeah. actually it would only cause more suffering. So I reported that as fact, falsehood. And last week I mentioned that the original Alcapop was called Turner's Hooch. Yeah. Falsehood. Falsehood. It's called Hooper's Hooch. Hooper. You weren't even yeah. fucking... Well, no, you were. The second syllable is ers. Yeah, er. But er. So that, that probably sums up your sort of thought process about... Mo- process. <laughs> it probably sums up your thought process about more things. <laughs> That was an interesting sing-song way to say process. <laughs> yeah. It's just a new really syllable. Really strange, really. Well, what accent is that? Process. I, I, I think you've invented a new accent. <laughs> a new accent. It's, a, it's a new way of communicating. Basically, the link that we with them we were then sort of dancing around was the fact that there's got to be a link between Turner's Hooch and the film Turner and Hooch. The fact there was no film called Hooper and Hooch. No. And it was Hooper's Hooch makes it ridiculous. So Dave Turner in Swindon, we owe an apology to, because yeah. you didn't invent the alcopot. But he did go to jail for it and his missus. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's but a it was nothing to do with his homebrew. No. It was just the fact that he'd no. lost work. It, it was a dark story. Yeah. Uh, well, but anyway, uh, re- returning to the point. Let's not make it about him. No. He was a prick, <laughs> What, really. this fictional Swindon character? <laughs> if there is a Dave Turner in Swindon, yeah. what if he ends up suing us in a joint case with Centre Parks? <laughs> But the total falsehood. What if Dave Turner, by some sheer coincidence, is the general manager of Centre Parks? What yeah. if he's the C C? Well, not COE. That's Church of England. CEO. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. He's a CEO. He's a CEO. What if he was a former Church of England minister and now is the CEO of Centre Parks? So he's religious. Yep. He looks after a place where families go on holiday. Yep. He's inclusive of black people. Yep. And he was the victim of domestic violence in his first marriage. So we've got it all wrong on many levels. It's the last episode you're going to hear. The cash will be gone. The hard-on's gone. It's over. That's it. So essentially we apologise for the Turner's... Hooch debacle. Yeah, yeah. But what about this guy? Cricket players from Suchin Tendulkar to Virat Kohli. Suchin Tendulkar Virat Golly. Now, what I think's happened here... From Suchin Tendulkar to Virat Kohli. Suchin Tendulkar. You know, like, we struggled to say Graham Gooch as South African well, last you... week. So, Trump's a big listener to the podcast. Graham Geach. Geach. Graham Geach. Graham Geach. And he's obviously took it upon himself to start to call cricketers... With rare pronunciations of their actual <laughs> names. Let's get him back on. From Suchin Tendulkar. From Suchin Tendulkar. Suchin Tendulkar. Big cricket fan, Donald. And unlike Trump. Unlike really, Trump to make unlike, a complete bollock. In, in India, he's on tour in India, isn't he, at the yeah, moment? Yeah, yeah. I so mean, talk about for- a recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Is. Keep it safe. Talk cricket, Donald. Yeah. You can't go wrong with cricket. Just say these two names. Yeah. They'll fucking love you. <laughs> no, 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 don't pronounce it like that. Virat Kohli. <laughs> Virat Kohli. 
Virat Kohli Sitchin Virat Kohli Tendulkar Virat Kohli Gangich It's got all oh, it's got everything we need I think it's there yeah, it's So um Trump made me laugh Yeah but he also was saying uh did you see he, he started winning about parasite winning the the Oscar Oh did he Yeah because of its south korean Cause, base Cuz where it's from Yeah and then he said what about gone with the wind <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. These are things that he said. He stood in front of people. He's literally being your granddad. He's literally saying things aren't like what they used to be. But this is his appeal, I think. It's just it's his appeal. It's just amazing, people isn't it? People love a buffoon at the end of the day, they, don't they? They love they, a buffoon. They do. Because I don't think Gone With The Wind or re-released this year, was it? No, no. I don't, even, I don't even Gone With The Wind would have been released in his lifetime. Perhaps not. So even as a child, it was an old film for Trump. It's almost a century out of date. But, but yeah. in terms of pronunciation of cricketers, mm. I think it should be his new thing now yeah. to get the English back on board. Because <laughs> I'm a fan now. I've got to say it. To stand in front of the masses in India and pronounce Sachin, Suchin... He's made him sound Chinese. Yes, he has. I, and I don't know if it's a link to the... Well, oh, you mean the, you know, Quran, the Quran, coronavirus. Because even, even we had a bit of a laugh about it in the last episode. Well, we did. But it's fucking got more serious. Well, yeah, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you even imagine? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, do you know you referenced the guy and we quoted him and we poked fun at him a touch called David Abel. You oh, know, mate. Yeah, he's gone from bad to worse for the well, lad. He was unknown to it. He was basically just quoted... <laughs> In a newspaper article, which we read out, and uh, to, he's gone and got it, hasn't he? I mean, yeah. and his missus quarantined now in China. Listen, all the best, David Abel and wife. If you're listening to the podcast, get well soon. Yeah, even um, though even though Abel is now disabled, disabled, disabled. <laughs> but that's not poking fun. Well, it is. It is. It is. It is because you looked a bit cocky when you were talking when I saw you early doors. Going on about the problem being for people who um, need to have a smoke, mm. and that you were just chuffed that you'd given up years ago because yeah, it's all right. about you. Yeah, not all about you now, though, is it? Uh, and he also came out with a quote: "People are confined to their cabins," which is exactly what it is. <laughs> Mastermind. Mastermind. Oh. Here, though, I've done some research into the coronavirus. Okay, mate. Well, this this doesn't surprise me because you're a man of knowledge. You know how in a previous podcast I proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that the moon landings were fabricated and the whole thing was directed by Stanley Kubrick. Proved beyond doubt. Yeah, that the Russians were using it to load up the moons with nuclear weapons. Load up the moon, which I remember was one of the best phrases I've heard in a long yeah. time. And just hearing it again is making me feel all emotional. Load up the moon. If you've got nuclear weapons... Where you're going to put them, as I said before, you're not going to have a lock-up, are you? Moon. Put them on the, put them on the moon. You've got dickhead. moon, don't you? Yeah. Can't get to it easy, no. can you? Put no. them up there. No, no. I mean, in the Midwest, they've got states that stretch for miles with nothing there. Yeah. Which is an argument. You could put them there. Yeah, you, but, could, you, but, could, yeah, you could put them there. At the end of the day... But hang on, though. You're already onto that, aren't you? Because you've oh, just yeah. said Arizona, New Mexico, you know, barren landscape. Yeah. But you, I wouldn't go on moon, though, would I? You wouldn't go moon. No. But you might now... Because you, because you've so uncovered I'll have it. To come up with something new. Yeah. I remember when I was casually smoking cannabis in the in my twenties. I had a little place on top of the fridge that nobody knew about, except my girlfriend rumbled me after two weeks. Right. Okay. So she found my stash place. Right. How, how, how else do you smoke cannabis if you don't do it casually? 
<laughs> well, frenetically. How many frenetic potheads are there? No, I meant, I meant, all right, it's a good point. <laughs> yeah. It is a good point. You can actually smoke it frenetically. The action can be frenetic. But eventually you'll become casual. Correct. And that's the journey from frenetic to casual. (laughs) And I think when it's finally legalised, that will be the selling point. Strapline. Smoke cannabis, frenetic to casual. Dot, dot, dot. Catchy. It is catchy. So something was... So hang on, so you're smoking casual. Yeah, I had a pot on a fridge. A pot, pot for the pot. Pot for the pot. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, had the moon been more accessible to me, I'd have put it up there. Are you suggesting now at this stage that a storage place for anything from nuclear weapons to an eighth of cannabis? Mate, it's a great location. I mean, but not now though, because we've bust it, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've bust it wide open. So, yeah, the point of me bringing up the moon again, which could have been seen as a conspiracy theory... Well, have you, heard the, have you heard the thing about the coronavirus now? That it was predicted by a famous author called Dean Koontz. I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll get it up for you. Uh, many listeners it, it might have already read this uh, this story. My mate Mark Carlton sent me this. Shut up, Trump. My mate Mark Carlton sent me this Mark as well. Mark Carlton, Mark Sindelkirk. Dean Koontz, The Eyes of Darkness, a novel written originally in 1981, re-released in 96. Nearly 40 years ago. That's right. Just listen to this passage. They call the stuff Wuhan 400 because it was developed in their RDNA labs outside the city of Wuhan. And it was the 400th viable strain of man-made microorganisms created at that research centre. You might say, Mm. you know, it's a work of fiction. But there is a research... I mean, it is a, it is a work of fiction. But there is a research centre in Wuhan and it was originally thought that it came from food because the Chinese sometimes like to eat things like... Bats, dogs. Bats and dogs. Yeah, and that's what they said. It's raining. Bats, bats and, and dogs. dogs. Let's and, eat it. Yeah, and now, now mum's grilling bats yeah, and dogs. Bats and dogs. And before you know it, the minute you eat, you stop, you stop hearing them barking, they're ready to eat. That's right. <laughs> and the thing is, they're quite hard to catch a bat. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. How the fuck did they catch a bat? How does your normal Chinese family go about getting hold of a bat? Well, I'd imagine you'd need a net, wouldn't you? You'd need a... Maybe some ladders. A decent fucking net, though. Oh, you need but a big also, net. also, your bat... Doesn't fly in like a linear fashion, like a swallow no, or a they're pigeon. They're very frenetic. They're, they're frenetic. They're, they're pre-cannabis. <laughs> pre-cannabis. And, and a pre-cannabis bat, difficult. And and then once you once your bats add a bit of weed, it's a moth. And that's why that's <laughs> why moths are just bats <laughs> that are stoned. <laughs> so does the power of the cannabis shrink the bat to the size of a moth? When the bat smokes cannabis. The bat becomes a shapeshifter. <laughs> I don't know why we're laughing about it. It's the coronavirus. It's very fucking, serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a revelation to me because I didn't know that bats were actually just pre-cannabis moths. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's like the metamorphosis that they go through. It's like yeah. The caterpillar. Why, why hasn't Attenborough done done a program He's on this? Fucking lazy, isn't he? He's yeah, always he focusing on the gorillas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
so this this revelation here. So Dean yeah, Koontz. so Dean Koontz. Now, look, listen. Last week, you proffered the idea, and then we ran away with it, and we pretty much proved beyond doubt the coronavirus was actually Hitler reincarnated. Where's his name come from? Koontz. Germany. That's a German name. Thank you, Marvin, yeah. And Hitler, arguably, was also a Kunt. Again, it depends what perspective you come from, doesn't it? Well, I think even his people that are on his side... Right. Thought, they can vouch for Hitler being a bit of a cunt. Then why, why didn't... My question to you then, Marvin, why didn't they say so at the time? Because right. I've worked for a boss in a call centre when I left uni. It's and the I needed same. a filling job. It's the fucking and same. And I was working... For this lad called Warren, right? I didn't like him. <laughs> right, okay. At all, right? Because just a cunt. He was, he was a cunt. Yeah. You and, and he was a boss. I don't like Hitler was a boss to other people. Correct, right? Now, I only lasted three days before I called him a cunt. Because, right, okay. Now, I'm not saying that for any kind of lad points, because actually, I was in a, a pretty despicable financial position at the time. You so had to I, take the work. I needed that job, but I wasn't prepared to work... For Warren. To compromise your values. Yeah. So it, what you're saying is is that the, the members of the Third Reich and the mm. upper echelons probably needed a bit of your hotspot, you yeah. know, your, the balls that you I, had. Well, I think so. If they'd have worked at, at the call centre I did in Sheffield, yeah. then I think they would... Instead of Birkenau. Instead, instead of Birkenau, exactly. Yeah. Then they were, might have had the cojones to actually go up to Adolf and say, look, mate, can you just sort of quell this cuntish behaviour just a bit? Rein it in. Rain it in, exactly. Rain it in, Adolf. Because Just bring it down. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone, is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah and, and I think that was Hitler's problem, that he thought it was... For everyone. For everyone. Yeah. And I've said before, you know, the problem again with Nazi Germany, <laughs> there wasn't enough flamboyancy there. They were no. very, they just fell into line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you need a it maverick It wasn't a place spirit. for mavericks. It wasn't a no. place for mavericks. No, it wasn't a place for mavericks. And, and so Kuntz, though, he's a writer... <clears throat> From Germany, yeah, that's right. And he's he's he... well, he's an American. Let's let's remember that. But of course, you know, America with its patchwork community. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying there's something in it with the Hitler angle. Now it's adding more yeah. fuel to that fire. I've also got some information on him. Listen to this: the only child of an abusive marriage. This is Kuntz, not Hitler. Grew up poor in Bedford. Kuntz's father Ray was an alcoholic. Just near Luton. Has he been really upset with the collapse of what's gone on at Kenilworth Road? Because oh, well, they've fucking fallen down the lanes in recent they, years, they haven't they? They actually have, yeah. Far cry from <clears> the glory days of Brian Steen and, that's right. and well, Nick Owen being the chairman. Nick, this isn't that Bedford, the home of the Bedford van, well, it's the not home clear of Ricky Hill. Ray, who is his dad, Kuntz's dad. Ray Kuntz. Alcoholic, schizophrenic, who could... It's, it's, who never never could a good relate. start for a dad. Not ideal, is it? <laughs> no! It's not ideal preparation for fatherhood. No. My, you want your dad, it'd be better, steady Eddie jigsaw collector. Alcoholic, schizophrenic. You think, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I've been dealt a bad been, dad hand here. a fucking bad dad hand. Yeah, it is a bad dad not, hand. Not, not a bad dad hand, which is a, a, a condition <laughs> of some kids who've been born with dodgy hands yeah, in bad dad because of all the chemical weapons. <laughs> oh, oh, a bag, a bag, <laughs> a bag dad. dad. Like a Jeremy Beadle hand yeah. that the babies of bad dad have been born with. <laughs> It's not a bad dad hand. No. It's a bad dad hand. It's a bad dad hand, correct. But you're right, it's not an ideal... So it's not a good start. Not schizophrenic too, not, alcoholic. Not, not the, uh, he could never relate to his son and tried twice to kill him. Fucking hell! Don't know why I said it with a laugh. 
Kunta's mother, Florence, doted on her son, but was in frail health. Oh, fucking hell. No, not the quality you want in a mother. You want your mum to go to Zumba. Yep. You want her to be able to knock up a nice stew. Yes. Uh, and your dad could knock up a stew, because men can cook as well. Yeah. But you don't want your mum to be in frail health. Do you know? Listen to this. Very telling sentence coming up, Marv. On her deathbed, she attempted to tell her son something about his father that she said could change his life. Shit. But died before she could reveal the secret. What's that secret? Do we still not know? Still don't know. Da- Mate, I've got the same feeling now of despair. I could cry a little bit. You know when Euro 96, when it Gaza just doesn't quite make it at the far I house. do know what you mean, yeah. So we have that moment of despair whenever so we I think s- about Gaza. Koontz walks round every day. Mm. Did you say that at the time? This yeah. is how Koontz feels day in, day out. Yeah. <laughs> Your mates in no, the No, no, when Gaza missed it, I just went, oh, Koontz. <laughs> I just said, can't. You it, can't. But yeah, the, the humour wasn't as, as a sophisticated level as you assumed. This is, this is sophisticated. <laughs> wow, that's a big statement. No, it is very sophisticated. So, so hang on a minute. So Koontz... His mum didn't quite utter the secret about her dad. No, dad. never said it. Stefan Kuntz. Yeah? Didn't he play in 1996? So the moment of despair that I've just felt. Mm. And he contributed to it in some point, Kuntz. And Stefan Kuntz is potentially the illegitimate son of Dean Kuntz. <laughs> and maybe that was the secret that his mother... Was about to tell him. Yeah. So there um, it is. So <laughs> I don't know what we've proved. I mean, I wondered, uh, but we've, we've <laughs> uh, we have proved something. But it's hard for us to piece that together because yeah, the information has just gone. <laughs> it's been like a like a Tyson Fury tirade. Yeah. That we've just taken all on our chins there. Uh, yeah. There was no way that we could have preempted before the last two minutes of this podcast. That Stefan Kuntz was the illegitimate son of Dean Kuntz, or more likely Dean Kuntz's alcoholic schizophrenic dad. Now that makes more sense because we don't know who Dean Kuntz's dad was when he was having his way, which produced Stefan Kuntz, who went on to international honours for Germany. Exactly. Exactly that. All mm. those things. Because he's schizophrenic, so he, he could have been good Kuntz, he could have been bad Kuntz. He... And schizophren- schizophrenics have different personalities and maybe different aliases. Mm. Maybe Dean Kuntz's dad, when he wasn't being um, Daddy Kuntz, <laughs> might have been Daddy something else. To, he might have been... Dean Kuntz saw all the bad stuff from his dad, yeah. but maybe someone else who he was having an affair with saw all the good side. Again, like Nicholas Lindhurst in Goodnight Sweetheart. Nicholas Lind- can, I mean, it comes back to Lindhurst a yeah. lot. Lindhurst, Hitler, Fritzl, yeah. they're the three that most things come back to. <laughs> That's right. If you do your That's research. Like it's the modern Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think so. It, it, well, it totally is. I've just recalled what I was going to say. Come on then. Kuntz having the touch, Kuntz's dad, yeah. the touch of schizophrenia, is going to then pass on that gift genetically via his DNA to Dean Koontz, which has put him in a position where he can't access that bit of his mind. But when he's writing and using his creative output, he's realised what's going to happen in 30 years' time. And that's how Dean Koontz has been the foreteller of the coronavirus. It's been passed on by his schizophrenic dad, 
who's fathered the German footballer, who's been become dependent on alcohol. Tortured. And his poor doting but frail missus, powerless to the situation. Mm. And, and sometimes, when you're in possession of the knowledge that Dean Koontz's dad was in, he knew all this was going to happen, but he well, couldn't stop it because he knew that was what was going to happen. That, and I think, actually, that's what's, what's perhaps accentuated the process of his if, schizophrenia and mate, alcoholism. If you knew... That in years to come, yeah. this pandemic was going to develop, and you knew, but you couldn't do anything about it. You'd yeah. have a drink, mate. I would have. You'd a have drink. a drink, and I wouldn't stop with one drink. You'd fucking skits out. You'd have six drinks. I'd have six. And before I know it, I am now in that downward spiral. It's the slide. They call it the schizophrenic slide. Do they? Yeah. And that's not just at Alton Towers. No, because it doesn't level off. You just keep going, and you keep tumbling until eventually. You just hit rock bottom. And when I say hit rock bottom, yeah. you don't actually hit anything. Because it's, it's a never-ending slide. It's, it's infinite. It's Unlike an the never-ending story, yeah. which was disappointing because it was about two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did end. It, it ended. When you're on the schizophrenic slide, do you get given a hessian mat to sit on to make it even faster? Like a helter-skelter? Yeah. I don't know the full details. No, no. Uh, I'll look well, we don't it. know everything, do we? Well, mate, we can't know everything. We've we... got to show some fucking humility at some stage. Exactly. We don't know everything. We don't know that. Anyway, think on, everyone, about the coronavirus and its link to Dean Koontz and the surrounding story. And Germany. Always the Germans. Always. If, if Sometimes the Russians. Yeah. Last bit on Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> because it won't be. Right? Because no. next week no. we'll have a different angle on Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about the NSPCC and funding will come back to Hitler. Yeah, absolutely. We'll link him to the new ethos at Centre Parks. Yeah, yeah. So Hitler, mm. we we obviously know that he's the coronavirus, 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 coronavirus. Yeah. That's him fucking with you. <laughs> fucking with me totally yeah. in the ether. Yeah. We know that he's part of it. We know that he is the virus reincarnate. Sure. Look at the two countries that have been mentioned this week. Right. So South Korea. Well, yeah, but I wasn't thinking about that one. Okay. They're, they're too closer <laughs> closer to us. Italy. Italy. Italia. Yeah. Big, big partners with Germany Massive. in World War II. Mussolini. Mussolini. You know, dictators unite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other... So our partners in crime, usually in the in the wars, America. America's main rival, arguably, Iran. Ugh. Iran and Italy are the two countries that it's gone to. It's in, You see, it cannot be a coincidence. Mark, How can that be a coincidence? I just hope, mate that you and me are safe. Yeah. I genuinely do. I hope that we are safe because it's all out there now. Well, what worries me is that the Lancaster bomber, the Lan- Lancaster's not far from here, mm. the Lancaster bomber played such a huge part in World War Two mm. that the coronavirus is going to go, it's going to go Tehran, uh, northern Italy, near Milan, yeah. um, Lancashire. Not- Tehran, yeah. Milan, Lan, Kisha. Yeah. Why are you laughing at that? I don't know, mate. I Can think you believe he just fucking laughed at that when we just sussed it out? I think it's fear. I think it, I think it's fear inside me. Lan, lan, lan. Yeah. I accept ran. Ran. <laughs> so, ran, mm, lan. Tehran, Milan. Oh, Tehran. That Tehran. is it. So, Iran. Oh, I, think, I think they pronounce it in, in Iran. Tehran. They do a thing, don't they? Uh, Teh- Tehran. I've never been. Yeah. Uh, so, Tehran. Did I do it? Yeah. Milan, Milan, Trehan, Milan, Lancashire. Lancashire. Lan. What if you lived in Lancashire? 
Well, that's Scotland, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. Maybe they're going Lanarkshire first. I don't think Hitler will, be, will bother with Scotland. We know there's nothing there. <laughs> Turf. Bison. Bison. Holes in the ground. Drug dealers. So there you go. That's all we've got time for. It's another fascinating episode that we've... Concocted it, mate. It's as it goes along. We're like the chef who just has the ingredients. They don't know what's going to be made at the end, mm. but it's going to be something tasty, succulent, and usually involving Hitler <laughs> or the male penis. That's right. And I, what we've learned from this is always have a bit of Hitler in your fridge. Yeah, yeah. I think... Put a bit of... <laughs> 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 yeah. Next to the yogurts. And also a bit of Hitler on your iPod. Because yeah. there's nothing that can break up a journey better than just listening to him at uh, Nuremberg Rally or something like that. That's right. That's right. Listen, you... Have a soundtrack. Eat a Hitler snack. Get a sense of him as a man. Because he's much maligned. And we malign him on here. But under all that, he just wanted to do a good job for his country. Yeah. With some alternative methods. That's right. <laughs> what you never read in the, in the historical ramblings is Hitler just got a bit carried away. Yeah. But effectively, that's what happened. Yeah. Um, forks in the road, mate. Yeah. Forks in the road. Yeah, that's right. He just took one wrong turn. Yeah. And before you know it, he's annexed Poland. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's how stuff happened. Yeah. It's like on a night out where your mates say, let's let's go on to wherever. Yeah. And you go, no, I'm, I'm just going to get... I don't want to go to Flares. I'm, just, I'm not gonna, in the mood for I'm, some early 90s beats. Yeah, I'm just going to get off home early because I know I'm working tomorrow. Yeah. You go home early. You end up safe in your bed. They go on to Flares. One of them gets in a scrap. Loses an eye, maybe. Forks yeah. in the road, mate. And yeah, that's, that's right. And again, essentially, Hitler had that choice. Mm. Go home or go to Flares. He chose Flares. <laughs> When we're scratching around in our mid-fifties, yeah. really looking to try and supplement whatever money we've got towards our pension we'll time. We'll still be doing this for no money. For no money. No money. No, absolutely no money in this in this room, which I do, I'm fond of, but it's not where I want it to be. Slag it off a lot. <laughs> I don't slag it off. You do slag it do off. Do I slag it off? Slag it off a bit. It's cost me a few quid, this. Yeah. You got it for cheap, though, didn't you? Your missus was well, saying the, for cheap. the builders didn't... Well, charge as much as you should what's cheap though Marvin yeah what is cheap what is cheap if only cheap could fly Ormond cheap yeah yeah great show uh, very quickly you know the lad who played Treyguard in Nightmare because that's the jump to make from Ormond cheap <laughs> everyone's thinking hang on you mentioned Ormond cheap you've got to mention Treyguard problem is with Nightmare uh, good show though what a show fucking hell what a fucking iconic. show iconic for our generation. Amazing show. Warning team. Ah! Troll tunnel. Sometimes things could go out of control very quickly. Really quick. <laughs> really quick. And like the fucking ice shield was up. Everyone yeah. was panicking. Yeah. School kids pissing themselves in, yeah. in a made up studio. And the bit, the bit that was the best bit about it though, I thought was, where am I? Um, you're in a room, there's a table, there's minimal props. Uh, take the apple, take the key. Hang on, there's a there's a shit actor. There's a shit actor coming. The shit actor coming. Oh, and there's a really bad graphically animated wall monster. 
and you're going to have to solve an unfathomable li- riddle soon yeah. that will make very little sense. A bit like Ted Rogers used to do on 3-2-1. My first in car, my second is in rainbow. Who is it? It's Dusty Bin! <laughs> it was yeah. avid viewing. It was, it was. And I'll be honest, I didn't know what was going on all the time. No, you didn't have to. No, I don't think you had you to, didn't did have you? To. I think it was just that sense of it being a, an immersive experience for yeah. a kid like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if you're under that fucking helmet, you'd be shitting yourself, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, you absolutely would. So that's a, a bit of reminiscing there. Touch your leg then. I've touched yours three times. We have touched each other's leg a few times yeah. today. We're just vying for uh, position towards the microphone. Yeah. I think. Or we, we have spoken about the minority thing in the past. Mm. If we've got MS and we're gay, oh, help yeah. us get acting jobs. Yeah, correct. I'm just saying. And you're already a bit vegan, aren't you? You sort of you got well. A little, I, I, you got a foot in the vegan camp. Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Why um, don't you go the full? Why don't you just go black? Full hip vegan. Did we touch hands then? Yeah. Yeah. So we touched hands. So, so, so if I go vegan, black, MS, gay, if I see that as Look, 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 already, that's a yeah. call. From my agent. From your agents. Hiya. Hiya, hiya, yeah. Oh. Live this. RSC. He's on. Yeah, you told them. <laughs> you know, they saw my name was Marvin and thought I was black, that's brilliant. Yeah, and did you did you talk about the, the yeah, gay, yeah. Don't eat steak anymore either, yeah. No. Oh, they just want to offer me, it's, a, it's an outright offer, don't even need to audition. Brilliant. I think it's Merchant of Venice. Right, okay. Brilliant. Three-year contract. That's yeah. amazing. Jesus, that much. Wow. Jesus. Thank you. Start tomorrow. Great. Bye. It's just my alarm going off telling me to go and pick the kids up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later. Yeah, ta-ra. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye-bye now. Bye.